ಶಬ್ದಸ್ಪರ್ಶರೂಪರಸಗಂಧ there is no sixth object but out of these five objects we create another 5 million because each object for example sparsha touch then the touch is further divided hard soft hot cold warm very cold bitter cold the same thing is expanded so here we are told give up the expansion of the source so shabda means only sound sparsha means only touch rasa means only the taste not sweet or bitter or anything in this manner the objective world laya means dissolved objective world is dissolved in their source the tanmatras tanmatras are dissolved in their source the ahankar ahankar is dissolved to its source the prakriti in this manner when you slowly start dissolving you end up in your essential self which you don't go beyond this we have seen if this uh, concept or this understanding is clear then you can discover million methods on your own like those who are the singers they learn the basics sare gama pa similarly those who are the writers they learn basically a b c d etc and then they learn how to write the words then they learn how to put the words in a particular sequence so that some meaning comes out of it and in this manner the basic things are learned and thereafter they become noble laureates exactly the same way on the spiritual path we can discover our own techniques it is not what is said there is the last word no it is infinite so the process of dissolving the cross in the subtle the process of dissolving the effects into the cause the process of dissolving the past in the present now for example from our toe up to the lions in jaipur once i was called in this lions club meeting 
and uh, there is a difference between lion and lion. But who knows that? So they say, uh, now Mr. Uh, no, lion Agrawalji are my god. Lion is different and lion is different. So from the toe up to the lions is Prithvi Tattva, the element earth. From there up to the Umbalikas is Jala Tattva, the principle of water. <coughs> From the Umbalikas up to the heart is the principle of fire, Agni Tattva. From the heart up to the throat is the principle of Vayu Tattva. From the throat up to the Brumadhya is the principle of Akash Tattva, the space. And from Brumadhya up to the Sahasrara is the Manas Tattva. This is how our body is divided. So where you sit? You have to do this Bhavana. Now the Prithvi is dissolved in the waters. So from the toe up to the loins, the whole legs are slowly as if dissolved in the water. Now we are only up to the loin level. Below that there is nothing. Then this Jala Tattva containing the Prithvi Tattva is further dissolved in the Agni Tattva. So it comes up to from the umbilicus up to the heart. So below the umbilicus now everything has disappeared. Then from this Agni Tattva containing the earlier two is dissolved in the Vayu Tattva. So from the heart up to the throat is the Vayu Tattva. Below the heart everything is dissolved. And then this vayu, air, dissolves in the space. So, below the throat is the agni, or rather vayu, and from the throat up to the brumadhya is the akash tattva. So, that is dissolved in the space. So, now we are zero below the throat, only the head. Now, this akash tattva is dissolved in the mind. Below the Brumadhyaya, there is nothing. And ultimately, this Manastatva dissolved in the pure consciousness. This is the process of Laya Prakriya. So when we are sitting quiet, we can start all by ourselves. dissolved, then the water dissolved, then fire dissolved, then air dissolved, air dissolved in the space, space dissolved in the mind. 
and mind goes back to the consciousness. So, earth is grossest five qualities shabda sparcharu prasaranda then subtle is the janatattva the waters <coughs> because only four qualities then the janatattva waters are dissolved in the agni tattva Agni has only three qualities. Agni is all in the Vayu Tattva. <coughs> has only two qualities. The air is all in the space. It has only one quality. So we are giving up qualities one by one, we came to the space where there is only sound. So this space also dissolved in the Manas Tattva. <coughs> Mind doesn't have any of the five. And this mind ultimately Merges in your consciousness. have come to the Tanmatras. Tanmatras dissolved one by one and we have come to the mind. The mind is dissolved in the consciousness. Mind dissolving in consciousness means now there are neither thoughts nor questions.
is doubt-free. experience is our essential nature. body has become still, breathing has become slow and shallow, thoughts are almost invisible, Take a deep breath. This is how the techniques are from the gross to the subtle. Earlier also we have seen the sound, the bell, the first sound is very hard, harsh, strong. Tan. Then it starts going slowly, dying away. Soft it becomes. And ultimately, it dies. But the one who was illuminating that sound, he continues to be as he is. Pinam cha durbalam shaktim dhyatva dvadasa gochare pravishya vrdaye dhyayan mukta svatantra maapnayat Next dharana 32. This shaktim here means the pranayam shakti. Pinam cha durbalam dhyatva dvadasha gochare. Pinam is gross, fat. Durbalam is thin, soft. So this pranayam, breathing in and breathing out, is done in two ways. One, it is done very harsh. You also must have already done. There are many types of pranayam, brahmarit pranayam, or shitali pranayam. They bring out from their tongue some kind of sound. Or when you breathe in, is the pinam, very gross and harsh pranayam. Secondly, durbalam is very soft. So by these two types of pranayams and dvadasha gochare, so the breathing in ends up in the inner dvadasha, the spiritual heart. 
then breathing out ends in the external dvadasha and here first it is the gross breathing and after that it is the soft So we are able to clearly understand what is exactly happening. Then, pravishya vrudaye dhyayan. <coughs> this is one of the techniques of going to sleep. Please don't go. Many people have the problem of sleep. Means what? There are two problems of sleep. Those who cannot stop sleeping and those who cannot get sleep. So it is for those who do not get sleep. According to Upanishad, we are awake in our right eye. Our positioning is in the right eye when we are identified with the body. Dakshinaksha. In the dream, we live in the throat. And in deep sleep, we live in the heart. Bloody heart. So, when you sleep, what is the thing happening to the breathing? In breathing, in sleep, we breathe very heavy. Deep breathing. Therefore, those who snore, nobody snores hurriedly. Have you seen anybody snoring? Kar, 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 kar. They go in the Saptaswara. And those who are awake, they get more disturbed. Therefore, when you are lying down, then practice this. And keep your mind in the heart. Maybe spiritual heart or here, doesn't matter. In one place. This will slowly initiate you into sleep. And when you go to sleep in this way, then you are able to get freedom from unwanted dreams. Because the mind is quieter. Many times we suffer because of the dreams. And if we are doing the same process, pravishyam vrdeya dhyayan mukta, then you have discovered total freedom. Wherever you want, you can go to sleep. What is great? I can go anytime. No. That is not going to sleep. Also, whenever you want, you can come out of the sleep. Oh, that is difficult. One of the name of Arjun was Gudakesha. 
गुडाकेश मीन्स गुडाकाया ईशा गुडाकेश ध्यान मुक्त स्वातंत्र With this, you discover total freedom from bad dreams, and your mind starts remaining quieter and quieter. Next time you observe this in your daily life, that night where you had very good sleep, your whole day goes very well. When you don't have good sleep, not having good sleep is what. either the sleep was too disturbed or <coughs> it was too excessive sleep when you experience optimum sleep you will be extremely inspired and fresh in the morning what is the optimum sleep when the sleep is over you get out of the bed punisha says uttishtata jagrata prapya varanni bodhata first of all get up and then wake up because waking up is never a problem getting up out of the bed is a problem so after the sleep is over we don't get out of the bed but then keep on doing uh, sleep dosha first on the back then doesn't work out then we come on the left side then also then on the right side then also and ultimately dosha palti khaya we come on the bhujangasana and then the pressure develops then we naturally get up for the nature's call so that period between getting out of the sleep and getting out of the bed is the most unhealthy aspect of the sleep if you correct it your mind will remain fresh this is what is mentioned here muktah swatantram apnuyat then you have discovered total freedom in the life of napoleon i was reading many years before this particular thing was very enchanting for me in the din and roar of the battle or the war Napoleon used to hand over whole fronts to his generals, go to the tent, and take a power nap of twenty minutes, and come back and fresh. For us, AC, DC, UC, IC, even there, nindu niya. How disgusting our mind is. These are the techniques. Therefore, what pranayama does by this technique, although this has nothing to do here, yet I'll tell you. We keep on eating uncontrolled, and that food which goes inside 
has three parts. One part of the digested assimilated food goes into the formation of the broken tissues of the body. So tissue building is one part of the digested food. The second part of the food digested is that the digested food provides energy for the prana, for the mind and for all the muscular activities. The third part of the food which is not required by the body, it is only a useless one, is thrown out of the body. Now the matter exists in three forms, solids, liquids and gaseous. Solids go through the um, fecal material, unwanted. The unwanted liquids, they go through the urination. And unwanted gaseous toxins, they keep on accumulating in the bloodstream. Gaseous toxins are different from the gases that people emit. They are different. That is the fermentation, dosha. <laughs> dosha is the most the, um, tamasic food. And what are the signs, symptoms of, or signs of a good dosha? While eating, you go to sleep. <laughs> Very highly alcoholic. <laughs> so these toxins, gaseous toxins, they keep on accumulating in our bloodstream. And when the blood is saturated with these toxins, then what happens? They get deposited in between the two bones called as the joints. And therefore, when you crack your joints, nothing breaks. But the sound which comes cut, cut, what is that sound? That tense area of that joint slowly releases those accumulated toxins. And again it enters the bloodstream. Now these toxins, what they do? First, they eat the heads of the bone. Second thing, they start eating the cartilaginous disc if it is there. And third, the most important, these toxins become the stimulants for throwing the thoughts. Who is instigating the mind to think, to worry? What is that? Although we don't want, yet we can't stop it. Because inside is a huge quantity of these toxins. Now understand this way. Suppose you have got extremely high BP. BP you can take anything. Lateral pressure or bowel pressure. And you have to sit in a satsang. What will be your condition? You cannot focus yourself. Because the pressure is creating uncomfortable pain. Similarly, if you have this pressure of the toxins here in your blood, they will not allow you to be at peace. It is here the pranayam comes to play. So 
when we take deep breathing, even anulom vilom or deep breathing, slowly all the toxins are thrown out of the system. Like we have to go at least twice or thrice a day for defecation and urination, exactly the same way, at least twice a day, you must spend some time wherein by deep breathing you bring out all the gaseous toxins. After that, the pressure of the toxins in the blood, when it is reduced, there is no stimulant available for the mind to get disturbed. This is the technique here. So when we are in this manner, regularly practicing this, slowly our mind starts remaining quieter and cleaner. This is what is meant here. Pinam cha durbalam shaktim dhyatva dvadasha gochare pravishya vrade dhyayan mukta svatantra mapriya. Now the next dharana 33. This is another very soft, very subtle and very deep topic. Pure consciousness expresses through the body as life and the first step, first stage of expression is called as para shakti or para vani. <coughs> Here it is only the unmanifest potentiality. It is there like the seed. Nobody can see anything inside the seed. It is there. Then the second stage comes. Wherein there is a readiness to germinate. But germination has not yet begun. Then the third stage. Wherein germination is bound to happen in a very soft and little way. And the fourth one, germination is complete. Now this external example, look within. See, this is called as Bhuvana Dvadi Rupena. Bhuvana and Adva. See, this topic comes in Mandukya Parishad very beautifully. Everything is having these two aspects. One is the form, second is the name. When they say, uh, reflect on Om. So, normally in yoga and other practices, they use it only gross way. Om. And if it is a congregational Om, then everybody is competing. How is How long is my Om than your Om? But we have to understand what is the meaning of this Om. Om is uh, Abhidhana. Abhidhana means name. Abhideya 
what is indicated by the name? One girl asked me this question. Swaji, my name is Minakshi. Nobody tells me what is the name of, meaning of this name. I said, it is seen in your eyes. What is that? Minakshi means fishy-eyed. Meena is fish, eyes, Akshi. So, O is the name. What it is indicating? Waker in the waking state. U is another name. The dreamer in the dream state. Ma is third name. Indicating the deep sleeper. So from A to Ma, Complete life is included. What is complete life? Name and form. Body identification waker is the form and name is a. Dream, dreamer, mind is the form and who is the name. And total absence is the form and ma is the name. So om includes total manifest world and after this Om there is a silence. It is called as Amatra. It cannot be measured. Matra means measured knowledge. Like uh, how long is uh, that place from here? Oh it may be about uh, 30 kilometers. So 30 kilometers is a measurement. It is not an object. Measurement of the space. How much water is in the bottle? Now maybe one liter. So one liter is a measurement. See? So, O measures the waker and waking world. U measures the dream and the dream world. M measures the deep sleeper and the deep sleep world. And thereafter, Amatra. There is no measurement. Meaning, infinite. And therefore, we are told, when you are chanting, oh, it ends. Thereafter, Amatra, infinite, that is what you are. Therefore, in Kathopanishad, when Nachiket was instructed by Bhagwan Yamaraj, he tells, Om Ittekaksharam Brahma. Ekaksharam Brahma Om. And the meaning of that Om, not only chanting, it does have impact, but not only that, but we take the total life into account. And after the Om chanting is over, we end up in the Amatra. That Amatra is the pure self, what Vedanti they call it, the Turiya. In Sanskrit, Turiya means fourth. In Vedanta, Turiya means the one. <coughs> like, I am man, <coughs> I am son to father, husband to wife, and father to son. So these are the three of them. So I am son, number one, husband, number two, father, number three, and ultimately I am man. So am I the fourth one? 
because we have measured earlier three, we are calling it as fourth. But the truth is, one alone is referred as three with reference to some conditioning. If the conditionings are removed, if the father dies, if the wife dies, if the son dies, I continue to exist. But if I am not there, none of them have existence. In the same manner, waking comes and goes, dream comes and goes, deep sleep comes and goes. But all this coming and going is happening in me. I am the same. Therefore, this is, Turiya doesn't mean the force, but the one. This is called as the Adva, Marga, the path. Shadadva, six of them. Which are the six of them? First, when the manifestation begins, rather it has not begun, that is the first stage. Then the, the next one, stage is where there is no differentiation yet initiated. It is called Abhedavastha. That is the, in uh, uh, other language, Pashantivani. Paravani is ultimate Shakti. Pashantivani is that where the object and the word indicating the object, they are yet united together. This is Abhedasthiti, undifferentiated. Then, classification happens and Pashantivani becomes Madhyamavani. And in Madhyamavani, object and the word indicating the object, both of them are only thoughts. Khayali Pulao. Object is also a thought and the word indicating, there is also a thought. Don't we do this. Now after this lecture is over, I am just going to sleep. It's too much of meditation. That is, both the object and the thought, uh, the um, word, both are thoughts. That is Veda Aveda Sthiti. First was unmanifest, then manifest but Aveda, then the Veda Veda, there is a difference but not complete difference. And finally is the Vaikari Vani, as I am talking to you. Here, the differentiation is complete. Book is an object and the book, the word is in my mouth. This is the Adva. These are the stages. So therefore, when it is said here, Bhuvana Dvadit Rupena Chintayet Kramasho Akilam so, now we have to start, go backward. So first, waking world and the words indicating the waking world. World is the vachaka, that which is, the world is, in English I have to say, um, the object which is indicated and in our mouth is the word which is indicating. Ah, this is better. Indicated and indicating. So, book is the indicator and actual book is the indicated. 
So indicator is vachaka and indicated is vacha. Word is indicated, the word in our mouth is indicator. From here we have to start going back. How to start going back? Be attentive. We cannot do anything in this, to this world. World is like this. Trees. So tree is the word in our mouth and the tree is standing outside. So, where is our control? Control over ourselves. So how do we start? First, control your talking. There is no need to give comment, evaluation, suggestions to everything and everywhere. This is what my Guru told me. Who is your Guru? One taxi fellow from Delhi. Once I was going somewhere, my friend was driving me. And then I had to listen to whatever they tell. So, there was a taxi in front of us and my friend told me, Swamiji, I am taking the taxi, our car parallel to that fellow. His door is open, ask him to close it. So, I had to listen. So, he took it parallel and we down the window. And I said, hey Mahatma Ji, your door is open, close it properly. Who asked you? Mind your business. <laughs> when he said like this, my friend got so wild. See how useless. I said, don't, look, don't scold my guru. He said, how come? I said, he taught me. Why you get involved in somebody else's life? There is a principle in scriptures. Na prishtaha kasichit bruyat. Nacho adnyayena je prishtaha. Janan apihi medavi janaval lokamachare. When you are not asked, don't give opinions. I should not say, but our neighbor's daughter-in-law is far better than our daughter-in-law. Maharani, when you know I should not say, So, our journey begins from gross to the subtle. Gross is the world and gross is the word. Word comes out from our mouth. That we have to control. First step. Then the second step. Now when our Vaikhari Vani is quietened, purified, now we come to the Madhyama Vani. In Madhyama Vani, both are object as well as the word indicating the object, both are thoughts. So there also a second step of your meditation. And what is that? Don't talk to yourself. This yoga I have named my own way. When should you start this practice of not talking to yourself? You start this practice right in the morning when you are out of the bed and go to the toilet 
and therefore I have named this yoga as Kamod Yoga. The moment you sit on the commode till the job is done, don't talk. That is the time we plan the whole world. <laughs> Once in Bombay, I happened to go to somebody's house. In Bombay, you know, one bathroom and small house. So I came from a long distance and I had a very high emergency. So when I knocked the door, I said, hey, come on, come quickly. So sound came from inside. Oh, Swamiji, uh, just a minute. Meanwhile, you can read the sticker on the door. So I said, all right. And I read the sticker. How long is one minute? Depends on which side of the door you are. <laughs> Because he was doing talking to me. <laughs> there was one very beautiful WhatsApp which came about uh, one of the politicians. He was expert in uh, going and doing dharna. Going, although he is a big person, a big politician, yet he will go and sit on the road. I will not get up like that. So once he went to toilet in his own house. And the children inside, outside, shouting, Papa, here is the place where Come out, come out. <laughs> so, try this. Stop talking to yourself. By these two techniques, we are transcended the gross world and then we are transcended the frontier of the mind. Then from here we go to the third step. We come to Pashyantivani. In Pashyantivani the object and the thought indicating the object they have merged together. And therefore, we are neither asleep nor awakened to the world. We are very much in this world, but we are not awakened. Means what? We have no participation in this world. This is the technique. So, ante, ultimately, the mind goes back to the Shakti, the potentiality, the Kundalini. is so distinctly clear. And then you can very clearly experience how the Shakti is slowly getting grossified and then it becomes the Pashyantivani, 
it becomes the madhyama it becomes the vaikari vani depending upon which area we are operating if operation is with the gross body identification the vaikari vani becomes activated if operation is at the level of the mind only then the madhyama vani gets operational and if the mind is close but it is no sleeping you are in the pashyanti all the mahatmas live in the pashyanti vani pashyanti vani the object and the word indicating the object or the thought indicating the object is one they are not separated like this tripod is having three legs they are all connected if i pull one other two will come similarly mahatmas are living in this pashyanti vani where the thought and the object indicating the thought they are united they are together and therefore when they say something it happens that is how the sankalpa siddhi comes it's so important so the at the level of undifferentiated it is called as varna and the kala then at the level of the mind it is called as the mantra and the tattva and at the level of the gross one it is called as the pada and the bhuvana so these things i told you in different way but meaning is the same asya sarvasya vishvasya paryanteshu samantataha ಅಧ್ವಕ್ರಿಯಾಕ್ತಿ are we seeking some extraordinary position in this illusory world or we want to transcend the illusions and abide in the absolute like in the outer world name fame achievements success nobel prize these are the obstacles because of that one becomes very arrogant extraordinary than others padma shri padma bhushan mahabhushan bharat bhushan bharat bharat bhushan no in the same manner in the inner world all siddhis that somebody's back and the back pain gone immediately he becomes mahatma so he has to keep on talking ta 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 there was one mahatma he did lot of tapasya see this is one very good uh, thought the siddhis are the result of tapasya moksha is the result of jnanam he who has done both he has got both siddhi as well as jnanam 
But he who has this knowledge, he will never get entangled in Siddhi. Because Siddhis are the obstacle on your journey unto yourself. Therefore, the earlier one we have seen, the seeker merges only at the uh, Kundalini level and all the Shaktis become manifest in him. And then, if they become manifest, then you have to exhibit. In some marriage I went and one of my friends, he met me there. So, I said, hey, wait a minute, come here. He has put on, you know, that uh, Modi type of jacket, but in that, from that one, um, between the two buttons, one golden chain came out halfway. I said, wait a minute, yeah? you are probably not, you are in a hurry. So I opened this button, put the chain completely inside and closed. His wife said, Swamiji, what did you do? I said, no, he had put it halfway. This is the way. <laughs> Because I have put on the golden chain, people must know, they must see. Exhibition. And by that, what we want to prove? I am better than others. One story I read. There was one ordinary person, worker, poor person. And she was working somewhere and she got a golden uh, and diamond ring. And then she put it on her finger. And who is looking after, who looking uh, at that lady? Because she is doing jhadu, who cares? And she wanted to show that to everybody, but nobody is. Every time she says, see, what is that? Nobody is bothered. She got so frustrated, nobody is seeing it. Out of anger, she lit her uh, slum with fire. And when the fire broke, oh, oh whatever, whatever, see, my house is burning. And nobody shows with this finger. <laughs> then one person said, thank God, at least your golden diamond ring is still there. Had you said it earlier, it would not have gone on fire. <laughs> How much we want to show If these worldly things we want to show, do you think the Siddhis will keep us free? Therefore, I am again and again telling you, spiritual life is not becoming extraordinary. Drop every extra. Nobody even should suspect that we are walking the spiritual path. Even the wife, definitely. If she will suspect your walking spiritual path, then it is trouble for me. Swami Jaha Prinko Bigad Diya. When Mr. Agrawal took me to his house in Pune Parle for breakfast, and he said, Swami Ji, be ready for Munaka Maidan show at home. She is very angry with me. And because of her, I am taking you. She told me, bring your Swami. And when I reached there, she started. You have spoiled my husband. He was not like that earlier. I said, anyway, give me breakfast. Okay, <laughs> breakfast I'll give you. And then she said, Why, what you have taught him? Is this the way? What happened? 
earlier we used to discuss, we used to argue, we used to have nice time. Now he just doesn't And height was. We had to go for some marriage on some Sunday, evening 6 o'clock. That is his tennis game day. So I told, look here, come early, we have to go for the marriage. Enough of your tennis. He came at 6 o'clock. And I was ready from morning. You can imagine a tragedy. <laughs> from morning, ladies going for marriage means what? Everything that they have, the whole suitcase. <laughs> I got so many saris. So they, they had to show to the world. Poor lady, ready. And he came at 6 o'clock with his half pant and a tennis racket in the hand. And I was boiling and angry. And I shouted at him. When I told you, why are you late? He said, no, I am not late. Six o'clock, see, sit down. We'll go for the marriage. I became more angry. Are you going to come like this? With a half pen and a, tish, and a tennis racket? You know what he said? Kya parak padta hai? <laughs> Is he a husband? I'm like, kya parak padta hai? <laughs> Take this attitude. You'll be relaxed. Then you are all the time with yourself. Otherwise, today I had, um, one thing has gone pretty viral. In the United Nations, one uh, girl from some country, Scandinavia, she was talking about the climate uh, calamity and emotional and crying and people. People like that dumb things. The world has always been like this. Many people have a funny notion, there will be wars for the water. It cannot happen. Are you going to dry the ocean or what? Agasti. No. How can there be shortage of water? And then the, what do you call, the ozone hole. Nothing has happened. Nothing will happen. Relax. Necessarily, and they imagine they are the caretakers of the whole world. Vishwametan Mahadevi Shunya Bhutam Vichintayet Tatra Yuvachamano Dinam Tata Tandaya Bhajanam. Hey Mahadevi, Etan Vishwam Shunya Bhutam Chintayet. Think in this manner. During the dream, nobody dreams the dream as a dream. It is a solid reality. Next time you dream, observe. After you wake up, we have some bad or good dream and then we are awake and then do we start inquiry? I wish I could smuggle that lottery money to the waking. And during the dream, if some Mahatma comes to tell you, a dream Mahatma, he'll come and tell you that this is a dream. Do you think we'll listen? Then how do we get out of the dream? Be attentive. When the dream is beautiful going on, such dreams never break. You are sitting on a Honda, one TV hand. 
and you are riding the motorcycle in Switzerland. There is a Pannokirani, beautiful dream going on. And in that dream, a dream accident happens. And then you come out of the dream. Will you claim insurance? It just dropped. When? After the dream is over. Now second point. When the dream is good, it will not break. When there is an accident, it breaks. Exactly the same way. When everything is goody, 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 goody going on, such a dream will not break. And one day suddenly something happens. Demonetization. Oh. <laughs> Dream breaks. And if this waking experience is recognized by us equal as the dream, because after the dream experience is over, we don't inquire about where the dream contents have gone, trends, and images, and even the dreamer. Where he has gone, we don't inquire. Exactly the same way, in the deep sleep, do we inquire where the gross body has gone, where the relations have gone, where the property has gone? No. Therefore, all these appearances happen under n number of conditions. Waking experience only when you are identified with the body. And the waking experience doesn't happen to the body. It happens to the mind. But to the mind it happens after body identification. Go deeper and deeper then you discover all these gems of wisdom. And therefore, wise people are never miserable because when we talk some uh, bad things to the wise uh, people. Why they don't react? What is their interaction? They will say, Dodo, he is talking in sleep. Don't we do one this thing? When somebody is sleeping and talking, one husband wife went to the doctor and the lady said, Doctor sir, do something. Whole night he keeps on talking. Doesn't allow me to sleep and I don't know what all he talks. Continuously keeps on talking. What kind of sleep that is? So doctor said, okay, he pulled his drawer and gave some medicine. Amma, you take this medicine. <laughs> doctor, you don't understand. He is having the problem, not me. That is why I am giving it to you. When you will keep your mouth shut the whole day, then he doesn't have to talk at night. Say, <laughs> 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 what do we do? So we keep on continuously getting involved in this world. For a person who is talking in the sleep, what is the interaction of the waker? Yeah, Chodo, he is just like that only. He talks on the, in the sleep all the time. In the same manner, wise people who are awakened to their divine nature, for them, whatever people say, they
don't we do the same thing with the children? When they are not in a mood, they'll talk all kinds of things, do all things. We know their children. We don't make issue out of it. But two children, they'll fight with each other. These are the things when they are understood clearly, then under every condition, we are in meditation. This is the meaning that Vishwametan Mahadevi Shunya Bhutam Vikalpayen. Hey Mahadevi, don't give a status of reality to this world. This world has always been like this. And to understand this, again follow the same technique. All the objects are in the sense organs. All the sense organs are in the mind. The mind is in the intellect. The intellect is in the uh, life. The life is the expression of the energy. The energy is the expression of the total energy. Total energy is wielded by Paramatma. So where is everything? Like, be attentive. Like, the sugar doesn't create a sugar problem for the sugar cane. Sugar cane suffering from diabetes. No. In the same manner, objects cannot influence the sense organs. Sense organs cannot influence the mind. Mind cannot influence the intellect. Intellect cannot influence the life. Life cannot influence the energy. Energy cannot influence the wielder of the energy. This is the path. Then from the sense organs point of view, objects are illusions. From the mind's point of view, sense organs are illusions. Because when one sense organ doesn't work, no harm to the mind. Mind is the same. When the mind is closed, no loss to the life, life is still there. This march from the manifest to the unmanifest is mentioned here. Vishwametan Mahadevi Shunya Bhutam Therefore, if we are really walking spiritual path, word will never disturb. All NGO people, they are extremely frustrated inside and therefore to take the revenge on the world they open NGOs. See? Therefore they are called NGO means non-godly organization. See? Only selfishness. So Vishwametan Mahadevi Shunya Bhutam Vichintaya then Tatraivacha Mano Leelam then what will happen? Be attentive. Objects uh, dissolve in the organs. Sense organs dissolve in the mind. Mind dissolves in the intellect. Intellect dissolves in the life. Life dissolves in the energy. Energy dissolves in the total energy. Total energy goes back to the pure consciousness. If there is no mind, there is no world. 
like in deep sleep, our mind is enfolded below our pillow. And therefore, where are we? Space. When are we? Time. What are we? Object. Planet. But we are still there. Where is this whole world? Like all the objects are only in the sense organs. For a blind person, colors and forms don't exist. For a sleeping person, the waking world doesn't exist. The more you become extremely aware of these principles, then Tatraiva Manolinam, then all our spiritual practice will be come to discover mind and consciousness are both knowledge. Knowledge with the division of subject, object is mind and consciousness is that knowledge where subject-object division disappears. Tatraiva manolinam tatahatallaya bhajanam Then the mind dissolves in the pure consciousness. Bhagavan Shankaracharya writes in one of his texts, Chittam chitcha vijaniya takara rahitam yada takaro vishayadhyasaha Japaragam, Japaragav, Yadamanav. Chit and Chitta. Punjabi, Mera Satta Chitta Ananda. Nana Satta Chitta. Satchidananda. So, Chitta, Chi Raswamatra. Half the and complete the chitta, one and a half the. That is mind, chitta. Remove the complete the. What remains? Chit. Meaning, mind is consciousness. When takara rahitam yada, when you remove the ta, what was what is that ta? Takaro vishaya dhyasa. Takara is an illusion of objectivity. Mind cannot function without objectivity. The moment objectivity is dropped, mind reverts back to consciousness. Therefore, Tatraiva Manolinam Tata Tallaya Bhajanam The mind goes back to the consciousness like the ice cube goes back to the water. Again and again, these two examples contemplate ice going back to the water or the shadow which was fallen because of the light behind. When the light is removed, where the shadow has gone? Should we say the shadow has gone back to the man? Or should we say the shadow died? Anything you say, it is right. Anything you say, it is wrong. Something can happen to the shadow if it exists. 
then what it was, it was only appearance. And what is the shadow? Absence of the light in that area. When it is absence, how can it be destroyed? See, when divorce happens, how can the husband and the wife are destroyed? They are not destroyed because they never existed. So these non-existing entities, they are suffering in this world. If somebody is sleeping, you can wake him up. If somebody is pretending he is sleeping, how can you wake him up? Get this point across and be happy. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnahat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vahishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Hari